Over the over the past weekend, you had Murder Mook, T Rex, Easy to Block, Captain Reed Dollars, Geechee Gotti, K Walker, um, Danny Myers, Daylight, Calico, shoot man, Jag. Uh, I, I feel like I'm missing some names, but all these battle rappers under one roof. So there's a lot of masterminding going on, a lot of discussions, and they've created this this. Well, Cassie presented this idea to them: worldwide battles. What we know so far about worldwide battles from Jag, he says. Is a hundred dollar registration fee for rappers, up and coming rappers, to send a two minute video of their best freestyle, and we'll go from there. Um, sounds kind of Ponzi scheme ish, um, just a little bit because it's not a lot of details yet. So I'm gonna wait for all the details and developments to be pronounced, you know, to be announced, I should say. Um, so that way we we know exactly what this is. But, I mean, this is kind of like your World Ventures. This is kind of like your Amway, right? Um, for the ladies, this is kind of like your Monet, right? This is kind of like your, uh, what's the other one? Vector with the knives, right? Um, what other uh, marketing companies out there, man? Help me out. Uh, I said Amway already, right? Uh, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of ones. Cutco. It's a lot of ones. Cutco. Um, shoot, man, I'm blanking. I know so many of these marketing companies, man. Eon, uh, Enron, right, right. The the Tupperware, obviously Tupperware was his own marketing company too. I don't really know what's going on over there, but from what it sounds like, it sounds like they're trying to just recruit recruit talent, find up and uh, up and coming talent. I'll find all these gems in the midst of the world. Cassie says it's possible. This is this is not just limited to the United States. This is this is global. So they can get somebody from the UK, from Africa, from Saudi Arabia. Like who knows, right? <coughs> I don't really understand it too much, but I will say if all of these guys are act, are are actively scouting talent, they're gonna find somebody, right? Like you're not gonna put all of these guys to go out there actively scout, and they're not gonna they're all gonna hit bust. Like they're all just gonna draft bust. Like no, somebody's gonna hit on somebody really special, but ultimately, like no matter what happens, no matter what scouting draft process exists in battle rap, I just want everybody to know that. You make your legacy at URL. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you, you're you're gonna get drafted by Worldwide Battle. You you we're gonna know you. You're gonna be hot. You're gonna have all these cosign from all these 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 top names in the industry. But then the, the, the conversation is gonna shift at one point to, well, when's he gonna get on URL? For God's sakes, AWOL was a battle rapper of the year over at King of the Dot, which is the second biggest league. And we're still saying, when is he going to come to URL? So, of course, these guys are going to are gonna have the same stipulation. I don't know if they're trying to avoid it. I don't know if they're just trying to find a talent to hone it and then and then set it off to the sunset and let it and let it and you know let it go to let it grow on its own. I, I really don't know, guys. I really don't know. I, I'm going to be honest with you, I, and I've been trying to find out. I got people over there at this mansion slash Airbnb possibly that doesn't really know neither. So, let's read some of the chat. Someone need to get a little slap, says Lil Reggie. <laughs> JB says, why is there an entry fee? It's a fantastic question. Um, sounds like a scam that won't amount to anything. The people in their charge don't know the money. I think people underestimate how well URL does their job. Sue Surf Lawyer, man. Don't even get me started, bro. Don't even get me started, cause then when you start to defend URL too much, you you look like want you you look like some kind of like oh he's a URL defender. No, it's not that. It's that you guys are underappreciating some uh, an entire rigorous process that's been created that's generated tons of stars. I get it. Majority of people at that Cassidy mansion probably didn't go through that ringer. Majority of people that were there, like Geechee and Easy, did. But like, they have so much well structured things in place. That when you start to look around other places, you realize it just don't hit the same, bro. Even even events when they do like pay per views or, or for free, the quality is not the same. The quality of battles are not the same. The aura, the atmosphere, the energy. You know what it is? Is that you don't got that that bald guy with the beard in the middle of your battles. You don't have smack in the middle of your battles. I'm sorry. There's this. You can, you can copy you can copy the recipe. You can find the talent. You can put on good content. But you don't have the energy, so um, I don't know. I don't necessarily think they want to go against URL, 
And I don't want to put this narrative that every single company in the world that does something battle rap related is automatically competition to URL because let's just be honest, no one's in competition with them for real, for real. So you don't have to necessarily compare anything that's active to URL. But I just don't understand what worldwide battle rap is yet. I just don't get it. So I'm going to wait till it's fully announced, it's fully broken down. My concern is I think the people that are involved don't get it. You know, Cassie kept, like, kind of hinting that there's team captains. So, like, it sounds like all the battle rappers that have been recruited for this are, like, are, like, are, like, captains or, are like, scouts or leaders. So, they're responsible for, like, uh, I guess bringing in the talent. But how does the talent progress? You know what I'm saying? Like, the talent will give you this two-minute freestyle. You, you handpick them. But where do they go from there? Are they going to battle after that? Like, do you take them out to a cypher? Like, like... I, I don't know. I have no clue. I have no clue, but I can definitely respect Cassidy's efforts to try to do something different, to try to bring Battle Rap together, to try to bring this many names to one project. You know what I'm saying? Um, I look forward to whatever it could potentially be, but all I know is ultimately whatever it ends up being, because there's a cash prize at the end of it, right? He said like somebody could win $100,000. After their entry fee, I, I don't know how they win it. Again, I still don't understand how they how they get from point A to point Z. But ultimately, whoever comes out of this process from worldwide battles, you're gonna get requested to go to URL. Like that's you, you don't avoid that part of trying to become uh, trying to build a career in battle rap, trying to build a legacy in battle rap. If not URL, then then at least King of the Dot on RBE. They're gonna at least be like, oh well, we need to see them on one of these leagues, right? We can't just see them on whatever you guys do the whole time, like. This is kind of, this reminds me of Rad B, right? Anybody remember Rad B from UW? Like, UW tried so hard to make this guy a star in that league. They gave this guy Charlie Clips. They gave this guy DNA. Um, they gave him Big T. Uh, they gave him another name. I can't even remember. But they gave him so many top-tier names trying to create this UW icon star to be the face of a league. And it just didn't work. Granted, Rad B wasn't as talented for that for that that spotlight so i don't it's not all the way his fault but what i'm saying is ultimately you're gonna get all of that and we're gonna say all right well, well can you go can you come over to url let's see what you can do over here i think rabby had a battle the same card where um where ty and uh, truth watson battled and that made no noise there's crickets so there's a guy that battled three four top tiers on his home league right where everybody tried to homegrown him he comes to url and he's not even a factor so I don't know, man. Ultimately, you you can't you can't skip that part of the process in, in battle rap. Like, smack is where it's at. You know what I'm saying? Even A Ward, for God's sakes, A Ward is literally one of the best battle rappers in the world. And there's an audience in battle rap that will not give him his props because he has not touched the URL stage yet. Which sounds crazy to me, but that 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 just lets you know that you cannot go through this ringer without it. Only a handful of guys have a legacy without touching URL. Like, Thesaurus, Ilmac, Shoddy Horror. And, God's sakes, they've been around for 15-plus years. So, Worldwide Battle, I don't know what it is. Um, but it is looking like positive energy. I'm looking forward to what it can be. And I'm very open to any insight, reception, education to whatever the project is. Because I am ignorant to it as of this moment. I will openly admit that. I will openly admit that. Let's talk a little bit about Do or Die's event, Resurrection. Resurrection went down over the weekend. Did you guys see it? it featured Henny Man versus XL, three-round battle, Drugs versus Rado, one-round battle, Cuban versus Bill Collector, one-round battle. Let's talk about it. Bars2020 says, oh, yeah, I was there. Bars, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I'm going to have some questions for you. Bill Collector, 30 in a one-round battle. How could that be possible? Rado was fire. Cuban hood. I agree, Miss Marla. I am part of the Cuban hood. Listen, Reese, man. You ain't put no LOL. You ain't put no emoji next to your text. So if somebody reads your message, they will not know that you're joking. This is, I just want to let you know that. You know what I'm saying? You never know. Cuban could just pop up in this chat. Bill Collector could just pop up in this chat, which they often do. They're, they're friends of the show. They'll read that one message, and then they hate you forever. It just goes that way sometimes. 
Hennyman did his job. Yes, big salutes to Hennyman being a league owner. Um, is one of the most difficult positions in this culture. There's a lot of positions in this culture I want no part of, right? I don't ever want to be a league owner. Uh, I'm not sure if I ever want to be a judge. There's a lot of parts in this culture that's very difficult, very thankless, extremely stressful, with, with, with no full guarantees of, of, of your efforts being valued or compensated the way you would like for it to be. And being a league owner is one of them. Um, they take the biggest gamble because of all the money they shell out for an event, a venue, the artist, and anything could happen the day of. Your artist can get into an accident. Your artist can have COVID. Um, your artist could just be off their rocker that day and just not have a good performance. It was a bad day and all that money you invested. A fight could break out in the venue between fans, not even the battlers. Like, anything could go wrong as a league owner. So, like, I'm sure like, having an event on the way to the event has to be the most stressful thing ever. You're filled with anxiety, filled with nervousness, but somehow you still have to have all your energy and excitement overshadow that because you're the host. You can't walk around your venue looking upset, uptight, nervous, anxious, right? You have to be positive. You have to bring the energy. So I'm sure Henny Man uh, was going through it. Putting on an event is a very stressful, very stressful business, but it was a very successful event, man. LTBR is booking Cosmo Kessler for their first battle. Cosmo Kessler is a walking lick. Um, whoever's endorsing that man, salutes to them. That guy is a walking lick, bro. Whose dog needs to be walked? My neighbor's dog is going ham. I can't believe you can hear that. That dog don't agree with you. That dog's going ham, bro. I wonder if that if one of you can hear that in the audio version of the show. That's going to be lit. Look at the timestamp that and all that. Um, let's talk about some of the battles, though. Handyman and XL was a dope battle. Um, XL, obviously, talented pen. Um, even better rebuttaler, in my opinion. I'm pretty. I'm always amazed at how good of a rebuttaler he is. How calm he he he, he executes them. How well mannered they are. Handyman, Handyman came had some lines there, man. Handyman was trying to really like step on this guy's throat. It was it was a fun back and forth. I really liked the battle. Henny's XL flips. You know, XL flips is always going to come. X, X flips, X flips, all that. Henny man with blogger her bars. Shouts to the blogger. Hey, you guys got your first uh, set of bars over the weekend. Henny tried to punch. Henny did Henny did punch. Henny did punch. Um, Cuba, Cuban and Rada. Um, I'm sorry, not Cuban and Rada. Cuban and Bill Collector. I'm sorry. Cuban and Bill Collector. Um, battling Bill Collector must be one of the most difficult things ever, right? Because, like, this guy has so many battles. He's heard it all before. He's already so unorthodox. Um, people think he's a jokester, but in reality, he's a barsmith. Like, this guy can get very lyrical with you. This guy can get into a whole different types of flows and pockets, and he's funny, and he's witty. He can get serious and rebuttal, and he can fake. He can angle, too, but he doesn't really like to do it as much, but he's good at it. Like, there's nothing this guy can't do. So preparing for that bill collector, it's got to be one of the hardest assignments in the world. Like, drugs have said it. DNA has said it. Um... I'm sure Cuba's going to say in any of his interviews after after the battle that writing for that individual is an is an extremely difficult assignment. With that being said, I thought Cuban did a very did a very well job at executing. He's always kind of like really finding his pockets. Um, he's just trying to get better and better, man. He's a workhorse. I think he's battled three times in the last three weeks. You know what I'm saying? So this is a guy that I know a lot of people aren't the biggest fans of. I know when his battles drop, uh, you, you guys try to look over it. But this is a guy that is actively working to try to get better. That alone, you have to respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, he understands the market isn't so favorable towards him. But he's going to work till you guys like him. You know what I'm saying? That level of hunger, that level of effort, uh, you got to salute that. You have to salute that. So salute to Cuban for sure. And salute to uh, Bill Collective for always giving 110%. Um, even though his big T battle was a little bit of a glitch, right? Something you're not really used to seeing from him. He came back and bounced back with this Cuban battle. So I, I liked it. Cuban style seems a little different. Yeah, he's trying, man. You know, he's really trying to figure out what what best suits him, but what also is, is most suitable for the consumer as well. 
No, I'm sure battle rappers have this weird conflict where like they don't want to change their style too much to please people, but they want to respond to the feedback from the people that want to see some enhancements from them. You know what I'm saying? So, salutes to that. Who do I think won? It's a one round battle, man. I don't really like one round battles. Don't really unless you like choke or get bodied. Like, you know, one round battles are just for fun, really, for real, for real. So, um, salute to both of them. Rider and drugs, though. That one round battle has some tension. Did you see it? Did you see it? I throw it to the chat first, man. Rider and drugs. If you saw the battle, let's talk about it. Bars, you was in the building. I would love for you to tell us a little bit about the body language, the energy. It was sticking in German guard dogs in there. There was tension. Um, Reese says they're no longer friends, right? After those, after those bars, I, I don't know if I could be friends with somebody after those bars. Marlo says there was a tie. They're not friends no more, says Savage Vandross. Little Reggie says, ride a body drugs, okay. After the Yoshi battle, I don't want a friend like drugs, says G420. Drugs left the stage quick. Yeah, yeah, I seen that too. He didn't really, uh, there was no sportsmanship at the end of the battle. There was no daps. There was just straight exits. Uh, love ya, Tata. Uh, blessings to funeral that you're at. Much love. Thank you for the props. My condolences. That was too personal of a battle. They was never cool. Mmm. That's a good that's a good point, Savage Andros. It was too personal. They was never cool. Sometimes they but you could be really cool with somebody and have a lot of stuff to say. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the reason why you have that much to say is because you were cool with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Drugs is emotional. Uh he was talking through his round, which I which I didn't really like, but drugs talked uh drugs talked him drinking and getting a DUI and not going to his house. The fallout was real. Yeah, but if y'all friends, you shouldn't say it. Listen. I gotta be honest, like let's let's not let's not like act like drugs' round wasn't kinda crazy. Like that whole angle about him having a drinking problem, getting DUIs, not being home, if he dies, I'm not pouring out no liquor, you had enough. Like that was crazy. You know what I'm saying? That was really, really crazy. Um Wow, that was nuts, honestly. Lavish says, drugs was fire. Him getting killed isn't accurate to me. I agree. Drugs is a life coach now. Drugs really saying that? Jesus. Ryder says, stop telling people you knew me since I was 12. Savage says, Ryder caused his moon ass whipping. Is there a playback? I missed it. Drugs dragged Ryder off one round. I mean, like, they were, they went to war. It was a slugfest. Like, I don't feel like anybody got that clearly. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you want to say Ryder, because he's probably a little more cleaner, he ended the battle stronger, he had a good, like, ending to the battle, I, I will accept that. But, like, Drugs' first round was crazy. He's improving as an angler. Um, he did say he wrote that in two hours, and I get it. Everybody can say, oh, this battle's been out for weeks or over a month. Like, how did he have two hours to prep? I mean, if you know Drugs by now... He does this all the time. Like he, he's probably piecing things together on his way to the stage. If we're being honest, like this is just who he is. Like he, his nature of a battle rapper is to like really get all his material real last minute, because he has an impeccable, durable, very sharp memory. Something a lot of people don't have. And I, and there was a, I made a funny tweet. I just said, I just thought to myself like, imagine you put drugs in total slaughter, right? He would have probably advanced just off the fact that he wouldn't choke. Like, those top tiers had eight hours to write 90 seconds. This guy wrote five minutes of material in two hours. Just think about that gap there between 2014 and 2021, where top tiers couldn't write 90 seconds in eight hours and memorize it. And this guy wrote five minutes of material and memorized it cleanly in two hours. Like... Granted, the level of material, you guys could comment on the level of content, but just the actual action of that much material being written and memorized and performed in way less in a quarter of the time the top tiers had for a quarter of the material, like it's kind of interesting to me. It, 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 I just found it interesting. That's just me. But um, 
Ryder, man, Ryder. I, I, at the beginning of Ryder's round, it was, it was going a little slow. I was wondering how, like where it was really going to take it to, you know what I'm saying? But it, it was just so personal, man. It was so personal. Like, drugs had bars for Henny, man. Drugs had bars for Ryder. You know what I'm saying? You can clearly see a little division there. Twerks on drugs side. Ace is standing on Ryder's side. Like, like I was being a body language, like, analyst at this moment. I'm just looking at everybody's, like, like the tension, the, their facial reaction to things, like there was some serious tension in that battle. Little Reggie says same with the moon emojis. Did someone burp sugar and loso from being uh leave it alone, Vandross, leave it alone. You can't you can't win that battle ever. Um would not be surprised if a two on two don't happen. Drugs is the reason the Goonies broke up. Drugs and Ryder needed this. This was some kind of intervention. Somebody needed to say something to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know, but that's kind of how these Goonie on Goonie battles go. Like, it, it was just... It's a lot of... It, Piccolo said it was probably therapy. Lavish said I was also analyzing energy on the stage too. That's what I was doing. Like, like unfortunately the battle, like the stream, get, the stream kept getting cut off at, at some point. So like they had to use a cell phone and like angle it from a certain way. So we only got one angle of the battle. And it was kind of like to the side. And um, that's fine. I appreciate the efforts to get us to watch the battle. It was still really good quality, still good audio, but like I'm just trying to look at everything. So when the battle drops, I'm gonna watch every single like person's face, reaction, movement, like everything. Like I'm gonna like just analyze, psychoanalyze everything there because um, it's a lot going on with that battle. Then also some of Drugs tweets on his way to the battle. He said that you know he had gone to a car accident. Um, he said that he called his homies, and if, if you tell your homies you're in a car accident, what's the first thing you think they're going to tell you? Um, something happened there, you know what I'm saying? Something's going on there. I could do my journalistic due diligence to contact the parties and figure it out, but I'm going to leave that alone. I'm just going to leave it battle rap for now. I'm sure there'll be some kind of interviews amongst this to, to pop up over the week, so be on the lookout for that. You know what I'm saying? Um, didn't get a really chance to watch the West Coast card. I fell asleep a bit early, but I did hear about a little slap, and I did see all the highlights over the over the morning. So shout out to that kid, because that 11 year old kid has Twitter going crazy. He was promoing uh, more than everybody else on that card, I think. And um, this reminds me of like A Hat, the Vegas League. They used to put all the little kids to battle back in the day, and they used to go viral. Like they're kind of doing that again. So. A little slap was alright, man. And all you people on the internet hating on little slap talking about he got gas. This wasn't it. Stop being weird, hating on an eleven year old. It's an eleven year old kid. Like, don't be a weirdo and and comment anything negative about it. Just enjoy the fact that an eleven year old kid can memorize bars, perform on a pay per view, and have a room going crazy. Just just enjoy it for what it is. Please don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. The energy was great. The fourteen year old got cooked, caught a body before puberty. It was worth staying up. A little slap is the future. 11-year-old battle rapper. 11-year-old battle rapper, boss, man. That's right. They're idiots. What the hell do they expect an 11-year-old to say? These people are crazy, man. I had some guy go crazy on Twitter on this kid, and he deleted the tweet. I wanted to quote tweet it like, I'm glad you deleted it because you sound crazy. Hate on an 11-year-old. What's wrong with you? What the hell is wrong with you, man? All right, let's let's move along, man. Ultimate Man Street quarterfinals is going down this weekend, as you guys know. Cortez versus Jack Boy will be going down. Drugs and Rum Nitty Part Two will be going down. KCJ versus Prep will be going down, and Geechee Gotti versus Swamp. Some of the quarterfinals. Let's ask the people, what's some of your favorite storylines so far for the quarterfinals of Ultimate Madness 3? Let's talk about it. No need to talk the brackets since they're all dead. This is M4. Triple C's. I like the fact that Geechee Swamp is battling. That's interesting. Juwan says, what if, just if, Casey wins on some Rubando-ish? 
It's very possible. Lavish says, I want to see Casey and Robin mud wrestle. Right. Cool. Jack Point Cortez, Swamp is the underdog, Nadian Drugs, Geechee and Swamp, Casey J versus Robin Rhymes, no commentary. Uh, I don't know what you want me to say about it. I have nothing to say. Um, the judges are the storyline. That's a good that's a good point. I think Cortez is gonna have bars for surf. Geechee's going for his third champion of the year, battling twice at Gnome, says Lil Reggie. Yes, that's a good storyline. Was was that drug's first win on URL? God damn it. Take it easy. Relax! In my Jada Nightwing voice. Relax. Sheesh. Um, some of my favorite storylines, though. Jack and Cortez, I've, I've already gone on record saying it, and I'll say it again. I think it's going to be a top 10 battle of 2021. Both of those guys are extremely hungry. Both of those guys have a lot of things to prove. They're, they're battling each other in, in a realm where they would have never battled each other. They kind of both don't know what to say to each other, but they're going to bring out this, this level of intensity from each other. And Jack Boy said it best. He's trying to kill me, and I'm not trying to die. So we're going to war. What more do you need? That's like the best sentence to a battle I've ever heard. That's literally like the best sentence to a battle I've ever heard. You know what I'm saying? I love the I love the intensity between those two guys. Um, it's kind of a shame that they both have to knock one of each other out because I would love to see them continue to progress, to have good performances, and change the narrative of their careers. That's what these tournaments are great for. Um, but we'll see. Only one can stand, right? Drugs and Rum Nitty Part 2. Uh, I'm a little concerned, right? Because, like, sometimes in rematches, you figure out how to fight somebody. So you might be able to beat them again if you beat them the first time. And Nitty's already said that his name flips get better over time when he has to battle somebody more than once. Hence his DNA battle. He battled DNA three times. And his third time battling DNA had the best name flips. But, um, Drugs is getting into this angling bag. And it's looking good. It's looking really good for him. But um, I don't know, man. Like, what do you say to Nitty? What do you say to Nitty exactly? You know what I'm saying? But now if you say to yourself, I'm, I have six rounds against Rum Nitty. Can I win two of these six rounds? Yeah, it's very possible, right? It's extremely possible. I, I was actually picking him for my upset. Um, I still might roll with it because I think there's an upset bound to happen as long the lines of any of these tournaments every round. But Nitty is the clear favorite, clear runaway favorite. Nitty's content is just superior. Um, he punches better. So, of course, like, if you're picking Nitty to win, that's the easy pick, right? Everybody will pick Nitty to always win. Plus, Nitty is just, just so beloved by the fans that he'll always win the fan vote. So, Jugs has a real uphill battle. Uh, Casey and Prep. I think Casey and Prep's going to be a little bit better than we expect. I think there's really low expectations of KCJ after her twerk victory. Um, of course, KCJ said those were throwaway bars. Some of you guys called it cap. Some of you guys don't believe it. I say that if she really took a calculated risk to use throwaways against somebody who has a 40-plus per CPR percentage, then she took the right gamble, right? Regardless whether it's true or not, she's here now. Um, she just battled Mac Myron. Uh, I didn't get any updates on that. I didn't even get a chance to see the battle. Um, but I do think there's going to be this weird, underwhelming, like, expectations that Casey can't be good, and Casey's good. Like, Casey's gotten this far for a reason. Casey was top two in Woman of the Year for a reason. You know what I'm saying? And But Prep, Prep is not like Swamp or any of the other guys she battled. Prep will come fully Prep, no pun intended. And more importantly, like, he has the opportunity to be explosive. Like, this guy can always give you at least one round where he can have a moment. He can have the haymaker of the battle. Like, that's something he is capable of doing. He's been doing this for a long time in his career where he has one round that just kind of helps you bring it home. And if he's smart, he puts that in his third again, just like he did against Swave, which kind of helped him get the fan vote and the victory for that battle. So uh, I think that battle will be better than what most people expect. Um, I'm rooting for Casey, to be honest. I'm rooting for history. I'm, I'm rooting for a woman to make it to the Final Four. You know what I'm saying? So Prep is going to talk about her beef with Robin Rhymes. He should, as he should, as he should. After they cheer for twerk, after he choked, I think she got discouraged. I don't know if discouraged is the right word, but I'm definitely sure she's frustrated. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely sure she realized there was some major favoritism in the room. And seeing twerk still get 13% off the fan vote and see twerk have more app votes than Yoshi and official combined, 
you know, there is a stand base in battle rap, and I call it's not a fan base, right? I call it a stand base. These are your stands that will, no matter what happens in your career, they will not let you lose, right? And if you're that big of a star, you might have at least ten percent of a stand base every single battle. Where no battle is ever a hundred to zero. You know what I'm saying? Rarely ever is a battle ever a hundred to zero, ninety-five to five, maybe ninety to ten. But below that, I, I never see that. She was pissed off, not discouraged. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And Geechee and Swamp, man. Geechee and Swamp. Um, it's another battle where I just feel like... See, it's the thing. I keep, I keep on underestimating Swamp, right? I keep on believing he doesn't have the content to, to, to spread out and, and be in front of these kind of people. And this is the perfect opportunity for you to be proven wrong yet again. Right, but Geechee's just so good, and in fact, I got some numbers here. In 42 days, six weeks, Geechee's battled six times in six weeks. He's averaging a battle every seven days. Like this is the this is the most tightest margin of a stretch he's ever had. Because prior to this, in 2020, he averaged a battle every 11 days. Now he's averaging a battle every seven days. I think he's in this perfect rhythm and groove. He's just a fucking machine. And he just just knows what to do right now. So I don't feel like anything is really going to to uh, to slow Geechee down put himself. In fact, he didn't even battle last night. He dropped some bars, but he didn't even battle last night. So he might be able to save some of that clean material for Swam. I don't know. You know, you never know. Um, let's read some of these messages. He was technically battled last night, too. He was in somebody's rebuttal, somebody else's rebuttal. Crazy. How do you go against someone who is undefeated? Um, a, 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 there's a couple reasons why. I'll explain that in a second. Geechee is what Clips is supposed to be back in that run. Geechee's the cheat code, says Jay. Geechee wants champion of the year again. I like Casey, but after battling Twerk and Myron, now Prep. Nah, Prep is winning. I hear that, Lavish. I hear that. God is the GOAT. I hope Geechee doesn't get too comfortable with freestyling. It could be a clutch. Or crutch, I'm, I'm sure you assume to say. As far as Swamp, how do you go against somebody who's undefeated? Um, well, Swamp, in your honor, right? Fire battle. Fire, fire battle. Then he beats Bad News, somebody who doesn't have the content to compete. Then he beats a Don Marino and Ace Amin and New Jersey Twerk. People that choked or stumbled in more rounds than they did clean, right? So those are all three defaulted wins. He loses to Casey. Cool. That's his one loss, but he hasn't lost to a guy yet. He beats Swave. A little bit of an underwhelming battle. The Jerry victory, though, that was very, very impressive because Jerry's more battle-tested. Jerry's a better puncher. Jerry was more rested. You know what I'm saying? And Jerry doesn't have any battles booked in between the tournament. Swamp does have Chef Trez at the end of this month. So um, the Jerry victory was really surprising. But clearly, Swamp leveled up after being with Geechee. So now you are in front of the, 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 the teacher. You know what I'm saying? The person that kind of taught you some tricks that helped you win your first battle in Ultimate Madness 3. Yeah, now you got to be in front of that guy. So, um, as, as tough as an opponent Jerry was, Gichigadi is way tougher. And because they, they've created art together, they spent countless hours together, I'm sure Gichi also kind of maybe mentored him and also learned from him as well. I just have a tough time seeing Swamp getting past that Gichi. You know, but I do expect Swamp to continue to elevate his ceiling. I do expect Swamp to continue to show that uh, he can break the boundaries that people try to put him in. And even myself, I've always been somebody that, that felt con Swamp's content is very limited, right? But I don't feel that way anymore. hundred k is enough to see the unexpected. Lavish, that's, that comment goes both ways, for positive unexpected occurrences and negative unexpected occurrences. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to Ultimate Man Industry. Uh, the storylines attached to it. I can't wait. We're going to do a fan prediction show on Thursday for that. You know what I'm saying? So, stay tuned for that. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about Ultimate Man Industry, though, because over the last week or so, um, there's been a lot of people that want to put their inputs on the judges, judge battles. Um, look, let's just, let's just get this out the way first, right? You're never going to please 100% of the people all the time, right? Like, there's just no way to possibly do it. And 
no matter what is the outcome, the way you explain the outcome almost kind of, you know, like turns people off, even if they agree with your opinion. So it's like, wait, hold on. We have the same winner for the same rounds, but I have a different reason. And because of that, you don't necessarily agree with me. And there were some things the judges said that I didn't agree with neither. Perfect example, right? You guys didn't like when Polo said, I didn't like Sirius Jones' demeanor or his body language. But, you know, against Drugs and Ryder, I just seen it in this chat. I seen it last night on Twitter, and I seen it in the chat. Everybody was saying, Drugs' body language doesn't look good. Drugs' defense isn't good. Drugs looks emotional. Drugs is letting Ryder get to him. So hold on. Wait, wait, wait. The same exact thing you guys criticized the judge for, now we're talking about it later. You know what I'm saying? So that's just an example of, like, how things contradict itself as a whole, right? Um, that's one. Two, I, I don't feel like anybody's ever fully happy. You can have a panel full of battle rappers. And in the, in the words of Pat Stave, battle rappers hate when battle rappers critique each other, which is true. They kind of don't like when, they're, when, they're, when their peers critique them. But then if you have a peer full of media, they're going to say, oh, well, none of these guys ever rap. They don't know what it's like to craft material, memorize rounds. You had a little bit of a balance there, right? You put two media, two rappers. People still get unhappy because then they're like, oh, I don't want that media guy. Or I don't want that rapper specifically. So there's no way to ever make anybody happy with this. Um, I, I kind of just compare it a little bit to like, first we got to say to ourselves, what qualifies somebody to be a judge, right? And if you think about judging, you probably think about like combat sports because they have an actual commission for judges, right? You got to go to your state's athletic commission, apply for a license. But you know, how do you apply for a license for like a, a combat sport? To be a combat sport judge, to be a UFC judge, to be a boxing judge, you need experience. Where do you get that experience? Watching amateurs. You know, in New York City, there's boxing nights five nights a week. There's amateur boxing. There's golden gloves. There's the Spanish golden gloves. There's the amateur shows across any fucking city, the Bronx, Queens, Manhattan, you, you name it, right? And so a lot of amateur judges are watching anywhere from 15 to 25 fights a single night, $5 a fight. And they do that for at least maybe 10 years before they're allowed to be a professional judge. In battle rap, we don't have none of those qualifications. We don't have none of that rubric. We don't even have that, that leeway to create that. You know what I'm saying? You don't have somebody that, that can sit back and just say, oh, well, let me watch small league battles for five years, judge small league battles for five years. Then I can judge, uh, you know, a, a small car on a main league. Like we don't, we don't have that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. There's just, there's no way to please anybody with this. I've seen a lot of people from rappers, my media peers, you guys in here in the chat. I salute all y'all because y'all keep y'all keep nominating me as a judge, and I keep telling y'all I don't want that smoke because it sounds good on paper until you actually do it, and then everybody hates you. You know what I'm saying? It's a very thankless position that I don't feel like anybody's ever pleased with. Um, but one thing I don't like is everybody trying to strip the fans away from their voice. Like, here's the problem, right? Battle rappers will say things like, oh, uh, fans can't put their input on what it's like to battle. They don't know what it's like to craft material. Right? I don't want fans critiquing this and this and that. All right, but when that same fan has you winning a battle, they're right. They're right? All of a sudden, because they picked you to win the battle, they know how to judge battles. But when they pick you to lose a battle, they don't know how to they don't know how to judge the battle. Okay, cool. That's one point there, right? Two, um, all these battle rappers that are good on big stages but bad in the small rooms, they want the fans to be there present because they feel like it's an actual attribute and a skill to control thousands of fans in the room. So those same fans that don't have any merit or value or token with their opinion, all of a sudden they matter because you want them to help you win a battle. Like, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And the person with the loudest voice is the consumer, the fans. I like the fan vote. I truly do. What I think is the fair, what I think is the system of caffeine, like the upvote system, people probably don't like that. They they just prefer a straight up poll. I think Twitch does that. Twitch just like opens a poll. You can click the poll, you can vote once and you're done. I like that a little bit better than the upvote message voting system. That's just me. But the fan vote is just fine, bro. Like it's perfectly fine. In fact, fans are the reason why the salary cap is increased in, in battle rap. Fans are the reason why big venue events happen fans are the reasons why 
the culture became an industry. So the same people that you feel don't hold any merit to an opinion are the people that created an economy for you as a battle artist. I don't understand this. This is this is ludicrous at this point. This is crazy. Why do you guys keep wanting consumers to be rappers? Like, why do battle rappers want consumers to know how to rap? You're not rapping for a thousand rappers in a room. You're rapping to a thousand fans. What is happening? This is unbelievable. This is absolutely unbelievable, bro. You think the people that book you know how to rap? You think Chico, Beasley, and Smack can rap? They don't rap. They might be able to produce. They might be able to shoot battles. They might be able to know how to do videos, but they don't rap. So what's happening here? Can they not book you because they don't know how to rap? I don't get it, man. I really don't get it. I, I truly don't get it. Like This is probably the only culture where I, I guess the fans do play a part into... The way content comes out, right? Like, if you're on a stage, you're not performing well, you're not being received well, fans start to boo you, it presents a perception that you lost. But that's just, the, that's just the nature of the beast, because then if you're performing well, they're cheering for you, and it presents the illusion that you won. It goes both ways. You cannot have the positive of it without having the negative. And battle rappers want to control fans that don't want to be controlled. They want fans to think a certain way that fans don't want to think. I don't get it. I I truly don't get it. So, I, I for one, say leave the fan vote. That's just me. Change the system of the fan vote. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. Because, like, Smack always said it himself during the DVD era. The streets says who won, right? The streets. Who's the streets? The fans, the consumers. The streets isn't battle rappers. The streets isn't battle rap aficionados. The streets are the consumers. You know what I'm saying? And let me, and let me, let me point this out too. Let me point this out. This is interesting. Ultimate Man is one round one, right? The first eight battles. Seven battles agree with the fan vote. Only one battle didn't. That that person didn't advance. That was Gunpowder Pat. Ultimate Madness 2, everybody that advanced won the fan vote. Ultimate Madness 3, everybody that advanced won the fan vote. So, is the right person not winning? I don't get it. I don't understand. Would you guys feel different if it was a split decision and the fans picked? Like, not everything's going to be a split decision with the fans making breaking the tie. It's very possible that a fan vote could be 60-40. And that judging panel is the 40% because this is a debatable battle. You you guys forget the fact that the word debatable exists in battle rap. Like, damn. God damn. Hold on, y'all. I got a work email. Y'all speak in the chat for a little bit. Let me, let me respond to this. This is urgent. back yeah man you know i gotta take care of business and manners sometimes especially when you're producing you're doing a whole bunch of multitasking things but um i just don't understand why battle rappers want to diminish fans so much why do they want fans consumers to be rappers like i i just don't get it like i i don't i don't understand it man i, I really don't like it's not like it's not like any basketball player pulls a fan out the, the crowd and say, hey, catch this football. Catch this basketball. Shoot this basketball. Then you can cheer for me. What? No. Like, the whole, like, I don't know how to make lasagna, 
right? I don't know how to cook lasagna. I don't know. I don't know the recipe. I can't. I can't make it. But just because I can't make lasagna doesn't mean the one that I eat from you is bad. I can't tell you it's bad. It's terrible. It's not good. Just because I don't know how to make it doesn't mean it doesn't know. I, I don't know what a good lasagna tastes like or, or whatever. Like this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. I'm just disappointed because I feel like this happens every couple months. And it's just like, a lot of y'all wouldn't say this if y'all had winning app records, by the way. Just want to put that out there as well. I'm sure if the app has you guys plus 500, a lot of you guys would not be saying any of the things that you guys are saying. You know what I'm saying? You don't see Rum Nitty talking like this. You don't see JC talking like this. You don't see Danny Myers talking like this, right? You don't see Geechee Gotti talking like this. You don't see Easy Loso. You don't see those guys talking like this, right? It's because they're winning. Unfucking believable. God damn. Listen, man. Oh, by the way, I didn't even get a chance to talk about what I really wanted to talk about with this anyway. Mickey Fax presented a idea for replacing uh, the fan vote, which which wasn't a bad idea, by the way. He decided to say, let's present like a jury kind of thing, right? Where you have like a, a room of like 13 to like 20 battle rap, like high IQ experts. People in the culture, I guess, is like rappers, media, fans, staff, like a bunch of people that know battle rap that are involved in the industry and have those people that are like private room jury create a consensus as the fifth vote instead of having a fan vote. Now, while I like the idea in theory, do you know what kind of controversy that would create? If this conspiracies now with transparencies, imagine the conspiracies you're gonna create with a backdoor jury. What? Imagine you put myself and like 10 other people there to vote and you guys don't like the vote and you guys don't even get a chance to hear how we came up to the vote. Like, so us as the 13 to 20 people that know battle rap get to speak for the entire audience of battle rap can speak for the entire fan base like no like part of battle rap is not having control in certain spots right like you can perform as as amazing as you can you can prepare as amazing as you can for a battle but ultimately you cannot do nothing when your opponent is rapping right like it's, there's no shots being blocked there's no real physical defense being played there's no way to prevent your opponent from getting their material off other than like you doing unsportsmanlike conduct like talking to the rounds but there's no defense in battle rap for real for real right so that's a part of the battle rap that you cannot control there's elements in battle rap that you just cannot control the fan vote is an element you cannot control i'm sorry i'm sorry you have to go into all these battles knowing there's something that you just can't control you have to win it over There's, 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 there's not even that long of a list of battles where the fan vote was wrong. Like, it's been 38 Ultimate Madness battles. It's probably like six battles. I think I have the list here. Hold on. Holmesy and Danny Myers, right? That's one. Um, Where's the list here? Here we go. Holmesy, Danny Myers, right? Fan vote disagree on the drop. Loso and Nun Nun, fan vote disagree on the drop. Fonz and Jay, fan vote disagree on the drop. Rod and Mike P, fan vote disagree on the drop. Um, there's not many battles where the fan votes disagree with the way it's dropped. It's 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 probably less than like 20%. And there's only been two battles in Ultimate Madness where Somebody won the fan vote and didn't get a judge victory. And that was easy to block Captain and Danny Myers. And guess what? They became people's champs. Sometimes being a people's champ is almost better than being a victor or advancing in the tournament. For God's sakes, Easy, who lost in the second round and didn't get a single judge vote in the second round, has a higher stock than Rubano, who almost went to Nome. It's not all about winning all the time, either. CCB on tomorrow, NBA Mills. Thank you for the props.
Shouts to Easy the Block Captain. He's in the building right now. I don't, I don't know if you just heard what I just said. We was literally just talking about you. Um, you and Danny Myers are the only two battles in Ultimate Madness where the, you won the fan vote but didn't get a judge victory. And, of course, that looks crazy on paper, right? But both of those battles, the, the fan vote was like 55 45%. It was like really close. So the all the judges edged to Fonz, right? Whatever. You can accept that. All the judges edged to Holmesy. Whatever. You can accept that. But the people will rally for you. So it's okay sometimes being the people's champ. Like, that's, there ain't nothing wrong with it. This, this judging thing is never going to be all the way 100%. I promise you it won't. You can you guys can you guys can suggest any judge you want. You'll finally get them, and you won't be happy with them. It's just going to be... You'll have Smack as a judge. You'll have Mickey Fax as a judge. It's whatever. You know what I'm saying? Easy says, it's cool. I just signed a deal that will make that so the tournament worked. Tournament worked. And you know what? I, I, I'm reaching to the end of the show because this rant went, went way longer than I had anticipated, but I felt like it needed to be said. I want to read this quote from Disaster when he talked about Ultimate Madness, actually. It's really interesting. It's not often you get a good Disaster quote, so let me read this. Disaster says, I don't think anybody that's on my level or close referring to top tiers, should be in a tournament. Tournaments are made for the guys who have been blurred out by politics. It's for the talented people who will never be as big as us for them to get that opportunity. And I 100% agree. Ultimate Madness 1 gave us five, six stars. Ultimate Madness 2 gave us, a, gave us a couple of people that we really rock with too. That's why when you see Ultimate Madness 3... More than half the top tiers in the tournament got eliminated in the first round. You cannot replicate hunger. You can't replicate somebody who's never been there to somebody who's trying to get there again. You know what I'm saying? It's just it, it, the hunger is not the same. The, the the work ethic's not the same. The level of passion will never be the same for that. You know what I'm saying? It's so different when you're trying to be an all-star for the first time as opposed to making it your third time, your fourth time. You've been there already. You've been through the all-star ceremony. You had your name in the lights already. You, you've you accomplished that as opposed to a person that's never had it to begin with. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm going to leave it there, man. I got to get going. Um, This show's supposed to run until 1130. It's 1132. As always, LTBR Daily. We were supposed to also talk about Snake Eyes uh, mob. We'll talk about that tomorrow with CeCe. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, there's a lot of things to talk about over the weekend that occurred. So, salute to all you guys. Uh, salute to Easy the Block Captain in the building. Lavish one, G4, full time. Suicide Floyer. I will upload this show today. Um, should be up by like 2, 3, 4 o'clock, somewhere around there. Um, it will be available on all streaming platforms. The Damien McFlashes don't, nobody cares about that. Don't worry. I care about it. I care about it, Damien. I care, right? Salute Hands. Salute NBA. Salute Boss Man. All you guys have a good one. Happy Monday.